0: Welcome to Forest FM episode 87. I'm Killian Vigne. And I'm Zoe Belil Springer. This week's episode is our monthly roundup in which we'll be discussing the best bits from this podcast, The Forest Blog, and announcing what to expect this coming October.
1: So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. I feel like this is our third attempt now to record this episode, but third time's the term, and we're not going to delay it too much, just in case anything happens again. So uh, we're just going to get straight into the episode because we're we're a little nervous now at this stage.
0: Yeah, so have, I feel like I haven't spoken to you in a little while, but we haven't really released any episodes this month. We've released them in bulk instead.
1: Yeah, like I think the last one was, it was pretty much the august monthly roundup and now we're doing the september monthly roundup but like you were saying we did have a treat where there was two episodes released last friday
0: yeah we released them both last week we're back on track by the time and i've done this math this morning by the time we're at the salon owner summit live episode next year the first episode of the year as always we're going to be at episode 100 with no more choice this is it
1: This was all planned from day one. This was planned 87 episodes ago. We knew, right, we're not going to do episodes on bank holidays and we're not going to do an extra. uh, We're going to do one less episode in August. (laughs) Um, Also, Ronan could turn up with a big 100-episode cake for us at the the live podcast. So, yes, um, but to be fair, though, the last two episodes that were released there on Friday are actually two really good episodes. One is with our very own Melanie Ike. And she shares some insights into what she's going to be talking about at the Salon Summit workshop. And then another one comes from James Purnell, who has come in and done a few workshops here of his own. And they're all about time management and productivity. So I think they're two very beneficial episodes, to be fair.
0: Yeah, 100%. And we'll play some snippets further down in this episode anyways, to give you a bit of a taster. But if we get into the blog first, right? Because I feel like we haven't spoken about the blog in ages.
1: Yeah, the first one is about your latest adventure, isn't it? Which brought you to Denver?
0: Yes. So I was in Denver mid-September. I was meeting Sinead Carroll from our own PR and events team and also one of our salon business advisors. And so September 16th, 17th was the two-day industry workshop in Colorado called the Thrive Sessions. So it was hosted at the Curtis Hotel downtown. And the whole idea behind the weekend was, you know, to get artists and creatives who were attending to explore their creative potential, find their edge to grow their business, uh, find new ways to increase their client base and thrive in today's competitive salon environment. So it's more of a gallery, it's more of a photo gallery, I suppose, because I went behind the scenes. I attended all the sessions that were hosted in those two days. So it was, you know, four sessions of three hours each. It was very hands on, to be honest. Like there was one on modern hair cutting with Sally Rogerson of SR Education. Then there was one on the mastery of extensions with Lindsay Guzman of LD Academy. Then there was also one on creative placement with Lindsay Riffle of The Business of Balayage. And finally, there was a business session, so kind of more of a more of a keynote kind of vibe. And that was on Instagram stories and how do you leverage them to grow your business? And that was led by Natalie Booth of the Business of Balayage team as well. So yeah, very instructive weekend, loads of fun. On the Sunday night, there was also a uh, an, an evening for networking and a great talk by Jenny Streb of the Confessions of a Hair Stylist. So yeah, very, very fun weekend. I can't imagine all of the attendees their head must have been buzzing at the end of that weekend but yeah definitely loads to take in loads to help grow your business
1: yeah for anyone following our instagram account you had all the pictures up on that and it looked like a great day and you have some really nice photos now that we're going to see put up all for time
0: absolutely you can have a preview of them anyways on that blog it's called behind the scenes of the thrive sessions denver workshop and it's on the forest blog Next, because it's our monthly roundup, so we're talking about the most popular blogs, we have one called Stopping a Salon Employee from Always Getting Away with It. And that's written by one of our very regular guest contributors, Valerie Del Forge. You know, that kind of employee who's just always late with their tasks, is late in general coming into work, or, you know, has, I don't know, causes for everyone else to have to pick up on their stuff, right? You know, that kind of vibe.
1: Yeah, if you don't know who it is, it's probably you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, just, yeah, I'm not going to say anything after that, <laughs> but yeah.
1: But um, yeah, no, it does have massive knock-on consequences because while they might even might not even realise they're doing it, it affects everyone around them, which is the worst bit. So what does Valerie say to do?
0: First of all, she tackles, she gives an example from her past and her experience of having to deal with that. But then she also explains how that dynamic has all round repercussions. Like you were saying, it does have a knock on effect on everyone, not only the staff, but also your clients and also the manager. So she explains the type of issues that have considerable effect on others. So poor time management, bad attitude, bad habits. And um, she also shows how it impacts others around that person. So at the end of the day, the essence of her blog lies in going from a personal experience to explaining how this dynamic has a really bad effect on the entire team, on your whole salon itself, and on your customer Germany as well. And, how, and what you can do to overcome that. She calls it quick solutions for time-starved managers. So before taking the performance management route, essentially, you know, trying to figure out what are quick and easy things. Uh, well, not necessarily easy. It's always gonna be a hard conversation at the end of the day, but-
1: Oh, it's gonna be a tough one, yeah. You have to nip it in the book because they, they might not even be aware of how much of a, an effect this is creating on everyone else.
0: She has quite a few good ideas, like one of them is the mystery shopping, which she's actually writing a blog for um, for the month of October, so you can look out for that one. It's going to be really interesting. I know we've been talking about mystery shops quite a bit in the last month, so to, to get a better understanding on how you go about it and all of that, she's going to tackle that topic in October. But she also suggests, you know, buddy systems, good behavior boards, all that kind of stuff. So there's, yeah, there's quick solutions to try and overcome it, and if that doesn't work, then you could you know, go down the performance management road. But there's definitely uh, stuff that you can try and do before going down that road.
1: Exactly. So now our final blog, and this is from a new guest
0: author. Yes. So Julie Lee is a UK salon owner, educator, session manicurist and a salon coach. She's written a book called Setting Up Your Hair, Nail or Beauty Business. And that's kind of where this blog comes from. So the importance and benefits of having a business plan for your salon, whether you're building it up from scratch or uh, buying an existing one or expanding into a second location, you need a business plan. You need to be able to forecast what's coming to you uh, because it's really exciting to have that dream and it's really exciting to put all your efforts into to building your baby, essentially. But if you don't plan ahead and you don't know what's gonna come to you, unfortunately that dream, is, you know, it might turn into a nightmare really fast.
1: Well, it's a whole new journey for you. And like she put in the blog, which is put really well, imagine traveling to a foreign country and like, how do you get there? You have to map it out. Yeah. you like, You're setting up a salon, you've never done it before. How do I get there? Map it out. And don't just think of all the really like fun, cool, glamorous sides of it. Like build it from the foundations up.
0: If you go onto the forest blog and check that out, it's called The Importance and Benefits of Having a Salon Spa Business Plan. She'll talk about how anyone can open a salon, but not everyone can run a successful one, how to overcome the excitement of opening one and making focused business decisions. She'll explain essentially like what will happen if you don't plan and what will happen if you do plan. So you'll get the both sides. And I'm telling you, planning is definitely better. And finally, she'll give you kind of the next steps. What do you need to do now if you're you're heading onto that journey of opening your own business? Definitely have a good read at that. It's, I'd say, it's probably a five to ten minute read at most, uh, but you'll get loads of information. There's a link to her book as well. It's on Amazon. It's available so if you want more information, at least on setting up a salon or a spa. And um, yeah, that's that's there. Great resource.
1: So now that brings us over to our Forest FM recaps and. Like we already mentioned at the start, we have only done three episodes this month, and that includes this monthly roundup episode, but we did release two really good episodes last Friday, so it's just there before the weekend, and one was from our very own Melanie Ike, and so it's it's a sneak peek of the workshop that she's going to run at the Salon Owner Summit 2019, um, which is titled Getting to Know You. So what is Mel going to be talking about in this episode? She talks about things like disk behavior profiling, which is something a lot of forest staff here have done, and it'll benefit any workplace. It's all about how your staff can really understand. It, it, it's more than a personality. It's, it's almost like, I, I think the best way to put it is like, you know, criminal minds where they're like profiling people. It's kind of done like that, but by understanding who you work with and understanding your clients, it helps your business just operate so much more efficiently. So you'll really benefit out listening to that one and it'll get you proper excited for the workshops coming up. So yeah, here's a few snippets from that episode.
2: DISC in its simplest form is that. It's understanding that what's important to me and what I value and what motivates me and therefore how I behave will be very different to maybe Zoe or Killian. what motivates you. In fact, all three of us are quite different profiles as it happens. On the surface, we might put those things down to, or that's not my kind of person, or we don't really see eye to eye, or we always fall out in meetings, or whatever that might be. And that kind of can breed conflict in the workplace. It can make people feel uncomfortable with other people when it's actually not the person that you have issue with but maybe some of the way the behaviours are being presented. What I'm really wanting to do is kind of distill the essence of what DISC is about and why we use it and bring to the summit some simple exercises that people can take away and do in their own salons if they want to do that.
1: And the second episode that we released there on Friday was with James Parnell, and it's all about time management and productivity. And while James Parnell doesn't work for us, at this stage, it kind of feels like he does because he's done so many of these workshops for us here in Forest, They're brilliant, and you just get so much out of it. It's about working smarter, not harder. Do you know when that typical excuse of, I feel like there aren't enough hours in their day, Well, he breaks your day down nicely. He has this like time management plan, but it's not even necessarily all about I'm dedicating one hour to doing this here, doing two hours to that there. It's just how to do your best work at the right time of the day. So I think one for you was like, you're very creative in the morning. So you get up extra early to do your creativity. For me, I have most of my energy late in the evening. So that's when I dedicate time to go train and things like those. So it's actually not necessarily time blocks which is what it kind of sounds like Mm -hmm. it's just finding the best time of the day that you do your best work or the right time of the day that you do your best work and i'm really not selling it i'm like over talking here but just listen to a few of these snippets and see for
3: yourself we go into work we get organized we focus um, we plan we collaborate with other people and we're, we're you know we, we all seem to organize our work day fairly well and I just don't see any reason why you wouldn't do that to your whole life so that really, what you really want to do whether it's work or, or pleasure um, you know you get what you want like Every different role and and, uh, every different career has a certain amount that you probably can't predict and can't control. And that could be, you know, 20% of your workday. It could be 90%. So the the key question then is, what are you doing with the 10% that you can control? How are you thinking? Are you thinking strategically? Are you using that 10% to look at the unpredictability and see how you make that better? Are you allocating time to the things that are important to you? Or are you just saying that they're important to you and actually neglecting them? A lot of people think of productivity as, as getting more done, but I like to think of it in, in the opposite way. So it's how can you actually do less and get more value out of it? How can you make your life, life easier?
1: So that's the podcast and the blog out of the way. And now we have the Zoe section. So you're going to talk about your trade shows and webinars, but I think you have one more thing that you want to bring up just beforehand.
0: Yes, absolutely. We've released quite a bit of Salon Owners Summit announcements recently. So I just want to have a quick recap of who we've announced and then we'll jump into the trade show section. So first of all, main stage speakers, Joe Fairley, Ryan Holiday, Christina Credle. You've known that for months now, right? The most recent announcements have been all around... Workshops workshops. time. Yes, all the workshops. We've announced Melanie Icke that We played snippets from just earlier, Getting to Know You, his workshop title. Then we've announced Steve Gomez, who's doing a workshop on interdependent leadership. And finally, a guest that we've had on Forest FM before, Heather Yurko, is going to be leading a workshop at the summit as well. And it's all about the secret to building a team of elite performers. And she's based that on things that she's learned while studying the Navy SEALs techniques. Bound to be interesting.
1: I remember doing the podcast with her and it just came out of that episode feeling so like inspired, just had all this energy after it. She is an incredibly positive person. And like one of her key things is like, I'm never busy. I'm being productive. Can't say enough about her. You're going to come out at workshop feeling you just want to start now. You just want to start your work now. Um, Very good. Very interesting person.
0: And our other announcement unrelated to the summit this time, but still very important, because I think it's the one word that's on literally everyone's lips these days. Instagram, we've written a 55 page ebook on Instagram, the salon owner's ultimate guide essentially on how to leverage Instagram to grow your business. So what can you expect in this ebook? I mean, 55 pages is nothing small, right? You can expect Industry Insights there's a Q&A interview with Victor Valverde he's the owner of Cut House Salon in Claremont California really interesting interview to be honest you'll also find strategy recommendations so from basics to specific Instagram features our tips on creating and optimizing your strategy and finally Everything you need to know about analytics, you know, tips on understanding your audience and identifying what works best for your salon or your spa. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, If you have any feedback on it, actually, I'd be really happy to hear about it. Just reach out and let us know what you think about it and if it can help you. Listen, uh, jumping into trade shows because trade show season has started, has kicked off. Some of our team is actually in London at the moment at Olympia Beauty. So that kicked off September 30th and it's on as well today. Next trade show that we'll be at is Professional Beauty Ireland, so in the RDS in Dublin, October 7th and 8th. After that, we'll be at Salon International from October 13th to the 15th, and that will be in XL London. And then finally, we're going to be at Professional Beauty North In manchester on october 21st and 22nd come chat to us where all our booth numbers are linked up in our facebook event. so if you go into our facebook page in the event section we've created an event for all those trade shows that we're going to be at so you can find the booth numbers that we're going to be on in those events and to register for your tickets you go into the get ticket section and it will bring you to the trade shows website where you can register there so that's that's kind of it for the trade shows i mean that's pretty much one every weekend. So I think that's that's fair enough. And um, other than that, webinars, uh, we have one on salon email marketing. So we've run that one in September already. There's another session for this on October 15th at 3 p.m. UK Ireland time, 10 a.m. US Eastern time. And if you want to sign up for that, just look at the episode's notes in this episode and the link is there. And then um, that's kind of what's coming up in, in the next month, I suppose. Quick note, we have announced the Salon Retail Week winners and there was a feature posted up as well on Salon Today and Modern Salon, posting up the results of, of the whole challenge itself. On average, salons have increased their retail sales by 78%, which is massive.
1: Yeah, that was huge when we saw that infographic With the upselling in retail, it's incredible once you actually just actively start promoting it and it all comes back to education, educate your clients on the products
0: that's what most salons were saying i've i've been so to write that article for salon today modern salon i was chatting to a lot of the winners or the runner-ups and i was asking you know what do you attribute your success to and a lot of the times the answer that came back was my clients just didn't know like we learned that they would be more than happy to buy it from us but they just didn't know so yeah it's Getting that consistency of educating your client, getting the product out there, showing them, teaching them how to use it, and yeah, letting them know that you actually hold it in your salon.
1: I was on the opposite end of the spectrum for that. I've been talking to salons who've been doing incredibly well with the retail prior to the retail week, and they were saying that their clients love listening to them talk about the products. That's why they do so well. Education, they've like 10, 15 minutes slots after every single treatment where they sit down and discuss the products that they had. And the majority time, they say like 80% roughly walk away with those products. Again, just sit your clients down, chat to them, tell them what you're using, why you're using it, the benefits of it. It works.
0: Yeah, and if you're not 100% sure how to go about it, we had an episode with David Barnett a few weeks back, uh, probably a few months back actually by now. He has a three-step technique to sell more retail, and it actually really works. It's definitely an episode to look back on. And even if you already do sell retail often, it's always good to have a refresher every now and then. Oh,
1: yeah. Like incredible advice. Heather from Neatbeat, she mentioned it on the show that she does that same techniques. And I was chatting to Danielle from Neatbeat then about how to increase the upsell of retail. And she said, that's what we do. We just have the three products like his three tips. That's what they do. And it works every time.
0: Yeah. So what's coming up next? Uh, We have a few interviews coming up in the month of October. I'm not going to spill too many beans just yet. So stay tuned. If you have any feedback, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, on Stitcher. We're always looking for suggestions on how to improve the show. Don't forget we're on Spotify now, so you can also check us out there. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday.
1: All the best.